Hey guys, what's up, what's up, what's up? This is the Sports Dudes. The New York Yankees just beat the Minnesota Twins 10-4. to And me along with my co-host James is with for a third time Brian Kirsch of the Schmear Campaign. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's going on? What's going on? So, Brian, um, what what was your thoughts about this game? Um, do you think Aaron Boone kind of overmanaged a little bit with Adavino and Kaylee and Green in about an inning? No, you know, I, I think that when you, when you really, I, I think while it was happening, I think it was easy to kind of second guess what Boone was doing. But after you, you know, you look at the complete game, you know, it had been a while since these guys pitched. And now everybody that needed to get work has had some work. Adovino had one batter. He's good to go for tomorrow. Everybody's good to go for tomorrow. Right. Last day, Monday. You know, so I, I don't think that he overmanaged. I think what he did was him, and this was the game plan, and I think it actually worked for him. So I don't think he overmanaged. I think he managed the game that he managed. Um, what's the? What are your thoughts on Paxton's performance tonight? I thought Paxton was great. You know, I saw people, you know, it's funny because I'm not like really a big, I'm not a big Twitter guy, I'm not great at it, but I ingest a lot of it. So I don't necessarily dish it out, but I ingest a lot of it. So I'm constantly reading, constantly, you know, updating uh, my, my Yankees list. And it was just so funny watching Yankees Twitter implode on so many different levels tonight. It never fails, man. It just never fails. They Yankees Twitter gets the number one award for overreaction, man. It just happens all the damn time. And there were two things in particular that I thought they really overreacted to. And number one, I thought it was Paxton. I thought Paxton pitched great for his first postseason start. I thought that those home runs were just, you know, hitters won. They, he, they weren't terrible pitches. They... He pitched a good game. I'll take that from Paxton every single time. Because if the Yankees can't score three runs, that means that they weren't going to win the game anyway, most likely. Right? So, that was, you know, everybody freaking out about Paxton. I don't really get that. The second thing that I didn't really understand was, and I know you were at the game, but James, were you at the game? Um, I was actually not at the game. I will be at the game later today for game two. I was not at the game, actually. So you watched it on TV, so you can tell me if if you agree with me. You know, everybody, or not everybody, but I saw a lot of people complaining about the umpire. I thought this was one of the better home plate umpiring jobs that the Yankees have seen in a long time. Absolutely. I think, I think the umpires are very fair, and I think very fair. I mean, yeah, you you know, you'll have a call here and there that's not your favorite, but I'm sure that that's normal. But for the most part, I thought the umpires are pretty fair and very consistent with their strike zone, and I think you know, not much complaints with the Yankees. The Yankees didn't make much more much complaints. I mean, fans will be fans, but I thought the umpires did a very good job, and this this crew chief was pretty good compared to you know. Joe West and Angel Hernandez, yeah, you know, Angel Hernandez, like those guys are the, are, are the ones that, you know, that when they're in the game, you're expecting like, all right, they're going to have a very, you know, inconsistent strike zone. But these pumps strike zone was so consistent and so bare, like it was, you, you, you couldn't even, you know, you, you, you can't even complain because it, it, it was very fair. The only legitimate complaint... The only legitimate complaint that people had was is the delayed strike call. That's a little annoying. I get that. You know, people can complain about that all the time. But from an umpiring to offense to defense, besides um, DJ LeMahieu's mind-boggling error early in the game, which of course he made up for, it, it was a complete game for the Yankees. They looked good. 
Absolutely. And if if I'm Major League Baseball, I really think they thought about this too. Because you don't want to give the Yankees a bad umpiring crew, especially with all, you know, Savage in the boxing. So I I think they specifically thought about this very, very closely. It's possible. You know, I think that it's the playoffs also, so you, you better be... Yeah, you better be... The Yankees, I will never... I'm never going to be one of those fans. I'm never going to blame an umpiring crew for a Yankees loss or a particular umpire for a Yankees loss because chances are something else went wrong somewhere else. But I think today the Yanks, they look good. They controlled the strike zone. You know, they were the way that they were working counts. It was it was a thing of beauty, and it was it, it got to the point where, I, you know, early in the game, I was I was like, normally I'm like very pessimistic, especially when it comes to you know being a Jets fan. But when it comes to the Yanks, I try to be a little bit more on the optimistic side, and they just, uh, you know, I don't know. To me, they just. This team seems like they are they're ready to they're ready to go out there and battle. And when they're out there taking pitches and controlling the strike zone, they can't be beaten because even if they strike out or whatever, they're working that pitch count. They're you know they're making that pitcher work. And once you get into a bullpen, nobody has as good of a bullpen as the Yanks. So that matchup right there, I love that matchup every single time. I don't care if it's the Astros. Dodgers or you know the Twins I agree and how they work the count tonight if we face the Astros that's exactly how we have to work the count because Verlander will be allotted 120 so if if we can get him high 80s by the fifth that is a dream um about the lineup if if there's anything you could change for tomorrow would, would you change the lineup and why I was thinking about that. Like, you know, do I love Gardner in that three-hole? No, not really. I don't love it still. Like, I know he performed well tonight, but, um, you know, you have another righty on the... Well, I, actually, I don't know. Did the Twins announce? Is it going to be Odorizzi um, tomorrow? They're, they're, no, they're switching from Odorizzi and Dobnak. They're not sure. Um, Domnak is officially, Domnak is starting game two. Oh, wow. And Ozerigi is going to start game three. Okay. They, won, they think that because Ozerigi pitched better at home, they're going to have him pitch at home okay. in game three to counteract Seve. So they're going to have Domnak pitch game two. And he just got married this past weekend, so he's probably going to be pretty happy. Oh, man, he's a weird-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real weird. All right, he's only pitched in nine games. He's got a sub-two ERA. So... Is he a righty or a lefty? Strategy strategy's going to be tomorrow. Yanks just have to go in with the same strategy. They have to work the count. They have to drive his pitch count up and get into this bullpen because, like, this guy Little or Mattel, whatever, however you want to Former Yankee. Like, the Yanks' eyes lit up when this guy came in. And I know he wasn't in for very long, but you could tell that the Yanks were excited to get into the bullpen. I, I think that people very sleep on it. The way Stanton looks now, I mean, Grant, I know he came up with defensive purposes, but Stanton looks locked in. I know it didn't show in the, you know, it didn't show in the box score, but, you know, he's also taking pitches and he had a couple of nice walks. So Stanton, you know, Stanton looks like, you know, Stanton looks like he's ready to like pop off. And I keep telling people, if Stanton is hitting, that's all, then, then the Yankees are becomes even more lethal. He was fantastic at the play tonight. I really understand why John Smoltz was, was bashing him because I agree with you, except the only thing that I'll add the caveat is I think he's pretty much looked locked in since he got back you know I know that he's had a couple of you know tough at bats and you know I, I think that's going to happen with a guy who you know played you know less than tw- what was it less than 20 games this year um, 
you know, so I, I think that I think he looked really good, and that goes back to a point that I was thinking about before. If the Yankees get Edwin Encarnacion, who I know had a good night, a pretty good night, but the two at-bats, two or three at-bats that he had that he didn't do anything, he looked pretty pedestrian up there. He was one of the guys that was kind of swinging outside the zone. But if him and Gary get locked in, if you're going to have Gary Sanchez be your seven hitter and he gets locked in and gets hot, forget about it. I mean, it's going to be the most dangerous lineup that you could that you could imagine. It kind of reminiscing of the Yankees kind. About that. Sorry about that, guys. So that's weird, but. Are we still good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you you were saying going back to. Oh, I, oh yeah. I, I was saying like going back to like Stanton, and I know you were making your point, but like I was saying like you know he looked very locked in, and I know he only played a few games. That's tough at bat, but you know he drew some nice walks, and I like the fast book that he did. You know, you know, slamming like he 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 looks locked in, and I'm saying if if he. You know, like he, he gets some 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 popping, and Sanchez starts getting locked in. I'm like, how are you gonna pitch this lineup? How are you gonna pitch this lineup? Everyone is locked in. You you brought up the uh, the Stanton uh, bat flip when he walked. I swear to God, watching the game, you know the the way that the camera had it. Obviously, you couldn't really see his face. So knowing that the umpire has a delayed strike call I thought he was the way that the bat flip looked it looked like he was throwing down his bat in pure anger so I thought the umpire rung him up and I was I, I was like for half a second I was like taking a bash I was like what the fuck just happened this <laughs> is very interesting and not really, there's not really much complaints you can say about tonight's game because everything was pretty much, I wouldn't say perfect, but it was damn, it was damn near cool. I mean, and I saw this stat, I mean, the Yankees bullpen four, four and four and a third innings of one run and like in, I think it was run one and I think it's one run and two hits and the Twins bullpen four innings, seven runs, four hits. Which goes back to your point that if if you're going to a battle of bullpens, you're not you're not winning that game against the Yankees if you're going if you're going. You to feel good. You feel good about it. Obviously, nothing in life is guaranteed, but you feel good about the Yanks' chances because their bats. When you have people or when you have hitters like Labor Torres and DJ LeMahieu, you know. Having having Gio Urshela bat ninth to me is, is, is after the year that he had is so crazy because having DJ LeMayhew lead lead off and get as many at bats as he does like when Gio went down tonight I just nothing fazed me because I knew LeMayhew was coming back up there the lineup is so fierce and LeMayhew is. LeMahieu's the kind of guy that he was able to shake off that error. Like, it, because he's such an even-keeled guy, like, he just has that personality where it allows him to, you know, just be emotionless. And that's what you want in a Yankee sometimes because he doesn't, the moment didn't get too big for him. He didn't, he didn't let it get to him. And he came up and he came up big. And it's, it's wild to watch it, and the fact that the Yankees signed him for twelve million dollars uh, over, you know, for two years, twenty-five for two years, is crazy. And it's real. It looks like a steal right now. He already put. He's already worked his contract. Absolutely. You know what's funny is that you know a lot, a lot of people found him. They were complaining. Oh, why do you need DJ? I'm like. I need DJ. The Yankees approach has altered They've been more patient. They're making contact. They're just going for the long ball all the time, which is what you have to do in the postseason. 
that's what Jack Curry and uh, and the guys on Yes Network post game show were talking about. Like he just brought something to the team that they didn't have last year, and he just puts the ball in play. And Aaron Boone has been talking about this all year. If you put the ball in play, things are going to happen. So was was Glaber Torres's double? Was was it the cleanest hit that you could have? Nope. You know, it got glove. So no, conceivably could have made a play on it. But when you put the ball in play, things are going to happen. And, you know, I, uh, I just felt like the Yanks were... I never really got down on the Yanks. And even when Paxton gave up that, that home run early, you know, in the first, I was like, you know, that's what Paxton does. He, he gives it up and then he settles down. And, you know, this team is not going to stay down. I, I just, it's not like last year. This team, even if somebody is slumping, somebody is stepping up and getting the big hit. That's right. And that's the next man out mentality, man, which is why DJ is very huge for this team. And that's the thing, like, it's not even about, like, the replace part of that. Like, it's just the the ability in the lineup, no matter who's in it, whether, you know, it's a guy who you expected to be a starter or a guy that stepped up. You know, Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge had a good game tonight. Like, he had a... He had a quietly good game. He scored two runs. I saw an interesting stat on yes. Like, this is the first time since 2004 that the 1-2-3 hitter in the Yankees uh, lineup in the playoffs scored two runs each. That's crazy to me. Before 2004, it's happened like three other times in, in Yankees history. Wow. So, that's so, a cool stat. <laughs> so that's like one of those things where – when you look at this team, you know that it's a special team. And you know that bullpen, bullpens win championships. And if the Yanks, listen, the home runs are going to come. They're going to hit home runs. They, they are a home run hitting team. But like you said, when they have the ability to put the ball, you know, in play for a base hit or a double, that's just as good sometimes. You know, when men are on base, all you got to do is get a base hit. Keep the line moving. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know what's funny? And you know what's funny? Um, before we make your point, you know what's funny? The Twins, all Twins, home runs, the solo ball. If you, if, you, if you think about the Twins, kind of remind me of the Yankees of last year. If you think about it, like they're staring the heck. And tonight they were dependent on the home run. Whereas the Yankees, again, well, you said, Keep the line moving, keep the line moving, keep the line moving. That's exactly what they did, which is kept the line moving. Absolutely. Um, with TWA, are you guys going to be recording Sunday? Um, he is currently uh, in the Bahamas. So as long as he makes it back, I think we'll, which is always a question when he when he goes on uh, on his adventures. But I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to record on Sunday. Cool, cool. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I've been to the Bahamas with him a few times now, and it's been uh, it's been dicey every time. So with me not being there, you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hope not, hope not. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm pumped for tomorrow. I think. Uh, I think you're going to see a similar lineup. The only thing, um, let's see, one more thing I want to look at about this guy. Is um, is he a righty or a lefty? He's a righty, yeah. So, I mean, I think you're probably going to see the same lineup. Right. You know, I think maybe, maybe a couple of guys will get shuffled here and there. I, I really don't think Boone, I don't think Boone's going to mess with it. It was a good lineup today. You don't need to mess with something that's not broken. I wonder if, I, wa- I wonder if Baldelli will get creative now. He'll probably start scope. It's, uh, it's possible, but you know what? All I want to see from Tanaka tomorrow is I want to see Tanaka have the ability to come out and limit damage you know if he's going to give up a home run let him give up a home run but if he's keeping those guys off the base if he's limiting his walks then we're you know then I think they're they're in a good spot 
Absolutely. His blur needs to be, his blur needs to like be on point because one thing with Tanaka, he's a ground ball pitcher, and if, and if, and if his balls be sinking, you know, you're going to get a lot of ground balls, which is why defense is very important, especially for a ground ball pitcher. Because if Tanaka is getting like no balls, ground balls, and you know, he'll get base hits here and there. But like, if you got a base hit, you know, and you get to turn the double play, you can't because one thing with, with you know, as we've seen throughout these playoffs, Defense matters. Not just oh, pitching, but defense matters. It's going to be 59 degrees tomorrow. Yes, October major. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's, it's going to be chilly. We, we, we love this. It's good. It's good. That's what October baseball is all about. Absolutely. Well, Brian, thank you for coming on. I know you have a busy day later. So good, good luck with the wedding plans. Thank and, you, man. Uh, pleasure. You, I, you uh, can come on anytime, man. No, I appreciate it. I'm sure we'll talk a lot during, uh, you know, during these games. And let's go, Yanks. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Take it easy. Yeah, spread the love here. Thanks. See you yes, later. sir. All right. And that was Brian Kirsch, NY of the Schmear Campaign. Um, their podcast normally drops every Sunday. It dropped this Friday because of Rosh Hashanah, but I always look forward to their podcast. And as I was walking home, I was listening to R2C2, and obviously you guys should listen to the whole episode, but when you get to about seven minutes left, you guys hear our question being on their podcast. Cool. We got listen. Thank you, R two C two, for giving you know for answering our question, giving us a shout out, man. We much appreciate it, man. Much appreciated. Absolutely. And Max Scherzer is pitching for the Nationals in this game. That goes to show you how much they want this game. But what is going to happen for Game Three now? Because they used Corbin yesterday. They used. Yeah. They used Strasburg. Now, he did pitch great, but he only pitched on like two or three days rest. So now you're going Scherzer basically the same. They're basically fucked for for the rest of the series. You may have Corbin maybe four earliest, but you can't possibly throw Strasburg or Scherzer if there's a game five and and them being good. That's just weird. (laughs) That's something that if I'm the national, this is this is probably like one of those like things you're gonna have to I mean, you want this game, but it it comes at a price, you know. This is why this is why like even though it's great, even though that's what division series are so tough because having because you need three pitchers, but you're using two of your three pitchers and you already use Corbin mm, it's a uh, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because now you're gonna have to like bullpen your way, which is gonna be very tough because the Nats bullpen is not that good. See, we we thought it was gonna be Annabelle Sanchez today, then Strasburg, but now I get it. You pitch Strasburg today because you you kind of needed to win tonight, but the fact that you pitch Max Scherzer because he he would have had Wednesday. Today, Friday. No, 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 no. Today's Friday. He would have had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He would have had regular rest. Now, there's no way he could pitch game three. I mean, maybe, maybe, and, and, not that I think the Nationals will win this series, but let's just say they do. They are fucked in the, in the NLCS because their pitchers will be killed. I mean, this is what this is what playing baseball is going to end during the tank. I, I don't agree with that, but you know they better win because now you're going to have to throw Anibal Sanchez in Game Three. You're going to have to. You don't got a choice now. You're going to have to throw him in Game Three, and you have to just you know what it is. You, you just have to pray for the best at this point because that's just what you're going to have to do. I'm. I mean, if you want to empty the tank, cool. Do it in the World Series or like Game Seven of the of the, of the CS. But when you're doing this in the NLDS, and when you're doing it in the wild card game, that that's too too early, man. And and now since since you pitched Scherzer in the eighth, hey, 
you might as well p- pitch him in the ninth. Unless you pray for like five runs here. But if they if they don't pitch him in the ninth, that's kind of weird. I mean it is, but let's see if it pays off. Now He's getting a high five, so that would normally mean he's done. But if it's four two in the bottom of the ninth and he's not out there, that's very, very weird. You know, eh, you're right. But again, you're this is playoff baseball, man. You're you know what it is. You're focused on a one game, and and the sad part is though is like you're not thinking of the next game. You're thinking of this game, and you know. Nationals are taking this, are taking each game like eliminate like an elimination game, and I feel like that's going to backfire on them really quickly. Because now with Sanchez starting Game Three, you know, and he's you know it's it's, it's going to be tough. And you know, I don't know who the, I think um, Young Yu is pitching Game Three, if I'm not mistaken. Because I yeah. know you were pitching. And so now you're going to have a, a Cy Young candidate pitching game 30, so that's going to suck. And the Schmear campaign just retweeted our tweet. Always fun coming on with sports dudes. Big next man up. Statement by Yankees tonight. Re- ready to do it again tomorrow. And Brian TW, thank you. Um, TW, man, you are whooping it up right now. You're probably drinking a lot. So I hope you stay safe on that PD light, man. Don't drink too much. Do not fly. Do not fly any planes. Make sure you strap up and get home safe, man. I agree with that I agree one thousand. I agree one thousand percent. Um, the other game that we got to you know quickly. The uh, Astros Rays six two. Before we get to the Rays, first no stick with the all, Astros. All Braves Cardinals, yeah. Braves, Braves, you know, as I said, the Braves are eating up the series because they, they felt like they let game one get away. They really let game one get away because they had that game in the bag in the ninth inning and they blew it in game one. So, I mean, Flaherty, Flaherty is trying to do his job, but I think I can't pronounce it Braves' name, pitcher, but he shut out the Cardinals. So now it becomes best two out of three now. Um, good bounce back to the Braves. Um, yeah, that's it for that game. I I actually thought it was really irresponsible for Mike Schilt to have Jack Flaherty throw over 116 pitches. You're already down one nothing at the time. If you expect this guy to possibly go game five, stop him at five or stop him at 105. But to go an extra 11 pitches with with a guy who you also probably want to be your next 20-game winner for the next 10 years, you can't go 117 pitches in his first start. This is going to affect them next year. That's how long will affect them next year because that's a lot of pitches he just throw. And, and that's why the Red Sox uh, suck cock this year. Yeah, that was dumb. That was, um, and... The Cardinals are. If the Cardinals win this series, like you know, Flaherty is going to be Flaherty's going to be filling it next year. I can promise you that. You know, Absolutely. now, now, now the, the Rays and oh, who, I'm not surprised what happened to the Rays. I'm not surprised. Like Verlander is Verlander, and Verlander was dominant. I give Glassnow this. He kept. He was a stud, bro. That first four innings was so fucking interesting. Like, it, it was just that back in the day, like, Roger Clemens were a holiday, man. Justin would go up, boom, boom, boom. Glasnow would go up, boom, boom, boom. And then when he got out of that third inning and he froze Jordan, that fucking fastball was just, I'm going to pump my six-foot-eight body into your chest and you're just going to sit there like a bitch you are, Jordan. But then, of course, the little engine that could said, choo-choo, home run over the Crawford boxes. I mean, <laughs> are you surprised? It is, it is the, it is, it is, um, it's Jose Altuve, and Jose Altuve is, Jose Altuve is very, 
he's a, he's a pest, but he's also very talented, and he's one of those guys where when the team needs him, he's gonna he's gonna step up and he's gonna he's gonna show out. So I give Jose Altuve props. He did good. Um, I am not surprised by that. I am not surprised by Verlander to start. But once Glass now got out of that bases loaded inning, I truly, truly thought that the Rays were gonna show me something and score. Now I know they later on got two runs, and the second run was by a weird outfielding play. Um, but when they had first and third in the eighth, and Presley on his ropes, I thought they were gonna tie the game. It feels like it feels like the Rays are gonna get swept. It feels like I don't I don't want to think that way because I know there's plenty of baseball left, but it, it just it, it got that sweet, boy, man. It's just uh, it 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 makes me think like have the Yankees have because I think the better shape and so what they get used to run, but that's that's not the here nor now. But it's just I, Tampa is a great story. And the fact that they're doing well with half the budget, with one of the lowest budgets in the league, it's it's remarkable. But at the same time, too, though, the fact of the matter is that, you know, they they were very outmatched and outclassed, especially just dominated. And I was not surprised by that. They had, like, 10 inches, but... Never came to fruition because me once Verlander was on, it felt like it was over. And you know they're gonna they're gonna ride their three starters, you know, as hard as they can. You know, if the Rays want to make this a series, going tomorrow. Here's my thinking. I I think AJ Hinch was looking ahead today. Because he saw it was six nothing, I think he was looking ahead to the Yankees. Cause if the Yankees weren't in it, Verlander probably goes complete game. I think he could, but I don't think the Yankees are looking ahead to Houston. I think the Yankees are focused. Maybe not, but the Astros are probably looking a little bit ahead. That's why. That's why they would take out Verlander. Cause, Cause, otherwise, there was plenty, plenty of games in the past where he's pitched, you know, one ten, one fifteen, and like own games. Yeah, could be the case, but but then again, you know, it was also like six nothing too. So right, but that but that's what I'm saying though. In in past. Astros have owned games with like a couple of innings to go, and Verland has just been chucking. Um. So right now it's four two in the top of the ninth, and Dodgers have two outs. Uh, who do you think's gonna win? It looks like Clint Blaze Frazier pitching. Yeah. Now, 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 now he's out of the game, but that's Dustin May. He's one of their top young prospects. Now they have Julio Urias is on the mound. Scherzer looks like he's gonna go back out there, um, but but he also has no jacket on. Normally pitchers have jackets on, but maybe but but maybe it's hot out there. I'm not sure what the degrees is. Who who do you think's gonna win tomorrow between the Twins and Yankees? Uh. But tomorrow, um, who's going to win or what? Who's going to win? I think the Yankees win tomorrow. I, 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 I've been saying this before, I'm going to say it again. I think the Yankees are going to win the first two games in the Bronx. I think once you get to Minnesota, I think I think Minnesota is going to, is going to, is going to be different. I think Minnesota is going to play different once they're once they are there, but I'm I really think that um I really think the Yankees are gonna win are gonna win tomorrow. The series gets more interesting once they get to Minnesota because I wanna see what Sebi is gonna do once you know he's in the playoff game because Sebi 
you know, he pitched decent in his last playoff game against Oakland, but he didn't pitch well against, you know, Boston. And one last time he played Minnesota, you know, he gave up like three runs in one inning. So... So you think he'll get smacked around a little bit? It's possible. It's possible because, you know, I mean, his last start, yeah, he gave up two runs in three innings, and I know he only pitched, like, three innings, and I know they take him off for, you know, to save for the postseason. But again, you know, I think Minnesota, I think Minnesota could smack him a few times. Providing, you know, the Yankees don't score, but, you know, we'll see. What what about Ray's Astros? Um, I'm gonna go on a limb. I think the Rays are gonna win game two. I don't know why. I don't know how. But I think I'm gonna be wrong. But I think the Rays will. I think the Rays are gonna win game two. Why do you have that much faith in Blake Snell against Garrett Cole? Because I think for the Rays. They're more, you know, if not, if not, if and when, and I think the Rays gonna go and the Rays are gonna go and again, like you know, we're we're not supposed to win. Cole's gonna be good, but you know, let's just leave everything all on the line. You know. Okay. Did you see Nick Tutorial's videos tonight? You see what? Did you see Nick Tutorial's videos tonight? Yes, I did actually. <laughs> They were very hilarious. They, they, they made me laugh. I, I could not stop laughing at all. They were, they were quite hilarious. And Scherzer is out of the game. And the reason why I bring that up, because it brings me a mention about the FTL gang. The FTL gang strikes again. Um, when, when he was putting videos, he retweets his video and says, Nick, do you have a minute for a couple of questions? And then NY Forever, his at is literally NY Forever. Wow, this guy is a bad look for our fan base. The leader of the FTL gang says, he's not part of us. Don't worry. I kicked him out months ago. He's just an actor playing a Yankee fan. Uh. <laughs> Like, the, this is why sometimes I think this is bad guy, because the arrogance he has to where he thinks he's the grand poobah of, of Yankee Twitter, and, and I mean, cool, maybe he might be, and I also kind of laugh when people call themselves Yankee Twitter elite, like, it's just social media, guys, you gotta relax a little bit, but... <laughs> Maybe maybe this is all he needs in life and, and he's and he's happy. I'm not I'm not sure. Um do you have any thoughts on that? Uh I think he needs to like relax and chill and this is my like the this is this this is like one of the negative things I hate about Twitter is like people and there was a clown show on Twitter. Um, the Mighty Thor. His at is Penn State Thor. So, um, the 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 tweet was something like how bad Yankee Twitter acts, right? So my comment was close, but 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 I think they act worse than that. Like how when. Yankee Twitter overreacts and they hit a door, something like that. Um, so he puts, I know I do, already changed TV to SmackDown. So he's apparently a Yankee fan, it's a playoff game, and he changed a channel to watch wrestling. I was like, you, you, you can't be a Yankee fan to do that. Like, you're going to choose, and this may offend you a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to mean it that way. You're going to choose to watch something fake over playoff game when he probably watched 162. I think that's a little, little weird. Like, Frank is a big wrestling fan, but he was out there with his buds, you know, watching the game. 
and he's a wrestling fan as much as I am, and I, I, I love wrestling, but if, you know, I was, it was like Comic-Con, so I'd like, but I to watch the game because, you know, they were showing the games at, like, you know, local places, and they're also showing the games down at, like, Penn. So if you were to tell me, James, um, you, the, 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 the premiere of SmackDown is on, you should watch that, or, was a tweet and i hate when people put tweets like this but his at is og sins un- underscore judge straight up sex with that play and he made two diving catches tonight but why do people th- think to tweet that you you gotta think before you press send because even though people may agree with you you sound like a fucking idiot when you say something like that I agree. I, you know, I totally agree. I agree with you 1,000%, and, you know, to back you up on that. And there there was a picture circulating around Twitter. You might have seen it. Um, a guy, he, he looks about maybe 5'9", five, 5'10", five, Hispanic, um, maybe 220, 230 pounds. He's wearing a Yankee fleece or polo. With not a Yankee hat on his head, a Boston Red Sox on his. I saw that. I and saw that. and hold on, the only way I can maybe justify you wearing that hat is if you're a member of the Bloods. If it's not that, if it's not that, and 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 that's just me maybe giving a little bit of a doubt. If it's not that, you are a fucking clown. Choose a side or get the fuck out of Yankee Stadium. This, this, this is it. First of all, I, 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 I don't think he's a member of the Bloods. But even if you were, I mean, you're coming to a Yankee Stadium game, you know, being a member of a game member is, you know, of, of a very poor taste. But um, I personally think, though, that, I personally think that, you know, I hate when, especially Boston fans, coming into our stadium, especially Yankee Stadium, like, you, you need to leave. You have no place being here. Like, like you need to, you know, like, the fact that you're here, you're just doing this as an insult because your team's not in the playoffs, like, you know. And you come up as a fake fan because, you know, what, what type of, what, what type of, like, you know, so-called, what, what kind of so-called Boston fan has Yankee here? Or what type of Yankee fan has, like, Yankee gear but a Boston hat? Like, you, you, you become a fake fan and everything you say is invalid. I agree. Um, so, since, since, since people need to know, and I, and I didn't ask at all today because I wanted the true reaction, how was Comic-Con today? Well, Comic-Con was great, and I met a lot of, like, great people, um, I was a panel for wrestling, which, you know, which is one of the reasons why I went today, um, a lot of people were dressing up, and it was cool, you know, met Veronica Taylor, and then people don't know Veronica Taylor, she's the voice of Ash Ketcher for Pokemon, uh, oh, nice. met, I met Amy Jo Johnson, who was the Pink Ranger, oh, um, dope, Rangers. yes, yes, I met her, um, I will tweet that out, in a bit, um, a lot, I, I took some pictures of people dressing up as, as like, you know, and some good jobs. I have you know, for their costume. So, so overall, it was a very dope day. Long day, but a dope day nonetheless. That sounds really cool. Was she the only Power Ranger there? Yes, unfortunately, all the other Power Rangers 
unfortunately could not be there because they have other commitments. But she was, but she was there. Yes. I at at that time of the show because they they ran for I think six seasons. Um, I I think she was probably the second best one. I thought Jason the Red Ranger was the best one, and it kind of came down to like maybe Tommy and Trini. I didn't like Zach that much, the Black Ranger, and then I thought Billy was kind of whack. Yeah, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. Um, I agree. I I thought so as well. So, are sad. you going to Comic Con tomorrow on Sunday too, or was today the only day you were going? Today was the only day I was going because I'm going to go to a game. I'm going to right, game. right. So so yeah. so I guess you're gonna get there to pregame or or you're gonna go just for the game. I'm gonna go just for the game. Nice, nice. Yeah. Usually when I see Tanaka pitch, he usually does well. So I want to see Tanaka do well. So this is game two, and it, it'll be the last Yankee game I'll go to until you know. You know, until, until, until how far, let's see how they advance. But, you know, this is for now, because I'm not going to Game 5. I hope there's not a Game 5, but I'm, I'm assuming, like I said, I have the Yankees in 4, so I'm hoping there's no Game 5. Well, I, the only way I want there to be a Game 5 is if, like, for somehow the race has some magic in them and they make it a Game 5, because I don't want the Astros to have an edge over the Yankees in rest. And the the Nationals have two outs, three zero count. Now it's bases loaded. The Fresh Prince just walked. This is getting very very interesting here. And, and it looks like a lefty is coming to the plate. You know, is that Cody Bellinger? Huh? No, it's a lefty. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of who else it would be besides Bellinger. Oh, or maybe Gavin Lux, maybe. But it is getting very interesting. And that, and after this game is over, we will stop because you're, you're probably tired, and I'm tired as well. But again, um, at the start of this recording, we had Brian Kirsch and wife from the Schmear campaign. Um, that they they have became, along with you, one of my few best friends on Twitter. Um, and hopefully we'll have them on many many times. TW, we still have to get you on. We haven't yet had to have you on. Um, and we got to get back on the Schmear with you there. But yeah, I, I had a great time recording on the Schmear. Um, was it, was it, was it good? You were there. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Because it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you asked, was it good? <laughs> I, I just was listening. I'm, I'm making great content. I'm, I'm, I'm making great content, so I have to. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> um, this is Corey Seeger at the plate with an old two count. So right now, how it's set up, if he was to hit it into any of the left center or right center for the gaps, it is definitely 4-4. Four, four. Oh my god. <laughs> but, and, and Corey Seager's at the plate with the pitch going, 0-2 count, and he sets, Hudson sets, and it's foul ball. This game needs, this, this game needs to end. It's like... Yes, sir. Dave Roberts looking upset. Daniel Hudson's about to throw his 19th pitch. All Dodgers fans are happy. All Nationals fans are taking pictures. Kurt Suzuki got the sign. Daniel Hudson sets in the Kurt Suzuki. Corey Seager looks ready. And the pitch. Foul ball right off the corner of the plate. Still 0-2 count. 
and Kurt Suzuki is wearing yellow highlighter fingernails, so we're trying to be glamorous. And Daniel Hudson is looking for the sign that Corey Seager looks like very intimidating. And Daniel Hudson sets in. He gets the pitch and the pitch. Ball one. One, two, town. It is, it is quite, it's quite annoying how they're not getting the proper outs they need. That, I, I guess that's why they went to Scherzer in eighth. Justin Turner is on third. Max Muncy is on second. The Fresh Prince is on first. And then and Daniel Hudson sets in. And the pitch. Ball 2-97 on the right field. And everyone in Dodger Stadium is standing up. No more beach balls are on the field. The, the national manager, Martinez, looks pissed. They're, one of their star rookie prospects, Gavin Lux, is on deck. The towels are being raised. Daniel Hudson about to throw a 20-second pitch. And the pitch, the 2-2 count. And he, Corey Seager fouls a ball off, but it would have been ball three. And that would have made it very, very interesting. Man, I'm surprised he got that one. I was very surprised. And now he's going to throw his 23rd pitch. And Kurt Suzuki goes out to have a little talk. If I'm if I'm Daniel Hudson, I make him chase here. I drop a curveball and hope he swings. Because at this point, you pretty much thrown everything in your repertoire. And it's just going to foul off. So now he's looking in for the sign. He just put his tongue out by his lip, and he's got the paw, and then Hudson with the 23rd pitch. Strike three, and the Nationals win, and they even up the series going back to D.C. Boy. What other podcasts are you going to find play-by-play? At Michael K, I understand you can't live stream games and do play-by-play because you'll get sued by Major League Baseball. But guys, if you want play-by-play while we are recording, come to the Sports Dudes. We are here. And again, we we got our first cool... Well, actually, our first verified podcast shout-out. But if you haven't listened to this guy, that guy yet, they, they, they dropped their second episode yesterday. And they and Frank definitely mentioned us in their first like two minutes of speaking. So he so so I thought that was pretty cool. Guys, listen to this guy and that guy podcast by my man Frank McGrone, who was on our show a couple days ago, Cool Guy Nine Two Four, and his um co host the Tuna. This has been another great show, man. And the fact that, you know, we recap all the games, Nationals kind of this series out, the Yankees Nationals take a one nothing lead, Braves even up their series, so the National League is becoming interesting, while the American League, it kind of looks like we're, we're going to where we think we're going. It's the National League that's very interesting. So, this has been another great episode. Uh, Alright, hold on, hold, hold, hold on for one second. Guys, Thank you for staying with the sports suits, and we will be on soon.